0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on yet another sunny day here in the capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Peter Viakovich, owner and director of Butterfield Breach. Peter, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming on the program today. We might as well dive straight in. What does the word leader mean to you? I think lead by
1: example, I think. Um, I'm a great believer in uh, cultivating uh, people uh, and cultivating their skills. I think leadership is all about setting the right example at all times. Can't expect people to do things you you can't do. So, um, yeah, that's what leader means to me,
0: yeah. And how would you describe your personal leadership style? I
1: think... I mean, once we've led from the front, I think it's, it's actually it's the old adages which people, people I'm sure read. You, you try and catch people doing the right thing, work side by side with someone to show them how to do something, then sort of release them to do it themselves, and, and just make sure you support. But it, you, I suppose we're steering a ship all the time. So experience means that um, you just help uh, steer, steer that ship and... Uh, uh, and just treat people in the way they should be treated as well. And I think they return, they return it tenfold if you do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now let's go back to an earlier point in your career when you're first starting out in the world of business. Was there any particular influence or individual who shaped the way that you lead today?
1: Yeah, I, I worked in London for some time and I think I was made a director at the wrong time. And I think, um, I think people were putting pressure, on, and I think that was the wrong way. But I actually, uh, I went to work for a large company called Connells, and um, at a time when they were a bit more individual in their management style, and, I, and a gentleman called John Smith gave me a, a chance and gave me guidance. The company also gave me good management training, and I took all that on board. And I think my ethos was that you've always got to try and cultivate people below. That was the ethos at the time. To cause uh, to be better than you, and if you do that, then I think you've succeeded. And that's still uh, I've taken that on board, and the intention to try and make people better than me is possible. So I think if you
0: do that, you, you 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 win. You win. Yeah. So you must uh, try and pass it on to your current staff. Mm. Um, do you have yeah, any specific think... mentorship programs or uh, taking anyone under your wing?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we take, I mean, there's general sales reading, but also there's slightly, like you know, we do a lot of um, tape um, uh, learning, um, psychology, psychological tapes we use so people can understand people and why, so there's this, you know, gentle, uh, I would say, uh, relationship selling is our, the way we do things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, think about Brian Tracy, people like that, where their style sort of suits our manner, and, um we also get heavily involved in the community as well. I think that's where we, we seem to do very well. I think we, we embraced our town, uh, not just in advertising and monetary terms, but we get heavily involved in all aspects in promoting the town whenever possible.
0: Yeah. Now, of course, uh, you're rather unique in the terms of estate agents in the fact that um, Butfield Breach is open seven days a week. Talk us through that a bit. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's simple business, um, and that is that... Um, I think there's lots of reasons why you shouldn't open on certain days. But we literally look at when the phone calls come in. It's, it's When you run a business, it's all about the numbers. And um, we, just, we just monitor when people call, when are we most, most active, and then we mold the business to match that. Unfortunately, Sundays are a very busy day for us. <laughs> and uh, so um, we have a choice and we can choose to pretend that it's, uh, it's not a busy day. But you see in, in the environment and the world that we live in, people are working you know, Monday to Friday, sometimes Monday to Saturday. So we've found that we sell lots of property on a Saturday and Sunday. That Wednesday is the funny day, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we still have to be open, but... Um, and it's just a, I watched a, I watched a Dragons Den program once, which I think is a good example. And uh, the gentleman had invented a chip to do with um, slot machines, and um, the chip was in the slot machines, and it monitored when the cash went in. But what it told the a proprietor was when he should be staffing and what days he was busy. And I took that on board, and it's exactly the same principle here. I think if I was selling fish and chips, I'm sure that I'd have to be open Friday night and Saturday night. So if you're selling property. Saturday and Sunday are crucial, and um, I'm pretty sure the same in car sales and the same in, in, in Newham sales. It's a Saturday and Sunday when people out
0: their families, so we do very well. So it and, sounds uh, like it's listening to consumer, and it's it's all part of this continued learning process, which of course mm. uh, comes uh, across business and staffing. Um, mm. Now you run a you run a a, a decent sized team, and of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, Staff and teams are made up of uh, fallible human beings who have their own sure. foibles. Sometimes they're ill. Sometimes yeah. they have uh, issues with each other. When one of these uh, crop up in the workplace, how do you handle them? Hmm.
1: Um, I think we, we, I think we try, and, we try not to avoid it. I think, uh, I think that's, that's the point. I think we try and deal with it. And I think we've all um, the one thing is the team has been together. We've had one lady who spent her second year with us yesterday. Uh, another gentleman for nearly five and one and, and one we're very careful in who we take on and uh, we try and make sure that the, the team fits but also I think hopefully the people that work with us and others understand that we really do care as well so uh, we're not I think there's one I think there's one company I don't want to mention it, I think the Ecos should be prepared to be unreasonable well for us I think we're, we're the opposite of that I think that Mm. You know when there's illness or people are not well, or uh, you know, well, uh, I don't. We've, we've had some um, um, some uh, 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 family issues with somebody of late, and, and we were very understanding. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, when our employees, you know, past and present, I appreciate that. So,
0: it's uh, what I describe so. as a firm uh, but flexible framework. Uh, would that be a, a correct uh, assumption? I, I I think there's, you have to be flexible. I think what's interesting actually is this last year has been a
1: tremendous example of actually um, uh, being old <laughs> and remembering days before the internet and using that to our advantage, but also understanding what people need. And I think the thing is that um, I, I, we just want people to treat or their employees to treat us like we treat them. So therefore, uh, it's a two it's a two way thing. So I think everyone knows where the line is drawn. The tram lines that we work within are quite wide, to a point, and I just think we're very fair, be fair. You know, and, uh, uh, but this year's success um, has been based on on Asian on experience, I think. Yeah, uh, not, uh, people are too overconfident in social media and, and IT. And uh, we need to focus elsewhere. And, and, Therefore, we we sold double everybody else in the town again, pfft, despite uh, all the obstacles of, of, uh, of twenty nineteen. Yeah.
0: Now, if I was to ask you to objectively identify uh, the greatest leader, living or dead, who would that be? Oh my gosh! I know it's a tr- it's a tricky one. Gosh, there's so many to choose from out there. Of course, the great historical figures. Um, it's it's just a such a wide array.
1: The trouble is, I think some of the I, I read a lot of history. The trouble is, some of the greatest leaders were, were, were very nice people, actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to be a little bit careful uh, about what I what, what I say. And you've got uh, everyone's got their um, Achilles heel, haven't they, or, or a thing where. That's an awful question you've asked me there. Because, uh, <laughs> well, of course, Nelson <laughs> had
0: his, his Achilles heel, which was Emma Hamilton. think it doesn't detract <laughs> from his uh, his achievements. No, I think if you look at people like Napoleon, I read a lot of history in Poland. Alexander mm-hmm. the Great
1: I used to read a lot of history as a boy. And um, those are of people that we very driven. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one thing that you do need. Uh, and hopefully we've got lots of to drive. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether you're driven to the right thing or driven the wrong thing, I think to be successful in business, waiting for things to happen means that things happen to you, as opposed to what we do as a business. That means we we look at the numbers, look at what, and we make the decisions and act on it. You know, you know. I think that I was taught um, what are the possible solutions. And this is I put this down to my um, to one of my mentors, John Smith. He always used to remind me, John Caldwell Smith, to get his name right, John. He, he said that. So what are the, uh, what are the, uh, what are the possible solutions? What's the right solution? Okay, let's get on with it. And, 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 and we have that as, a, as an ethos here, yeah, so, uh, as opposed to uh, you know what are the possible solutions. Then us have ten meetings about the possible ones, and then nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. And uh, that seems to be um, an issue with some. Uh, I don't know. We, we we deal we interact with a lot of local government on occasion. And it seems to be that's the ethos where. You know, things that uh, are put back to tomorrow rather than the day after and then another meeting and things just don't get done. I think here we have to act. I think probably some Victorian values, actually. I think that was a bit, uh, not cavalier, but I think in the Victorian times, that it was a similar ethos. You know, what, what do we need to
0: do? Let's get on with that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, our time together is very quickly drawing to its close. But what does the next mm. 12 months have in store uh, for Butfield Breach? I think more of the same. I think our success has been
1: um, good work ethos uh, do not rely on the internet <clears throat> I think the internet and social media have created a little bit of laziness mm-hmm. I think if the telephones had been created after the internet I think we'd all be in wonderment of it mm-hmm. I'm talking to you now and I can hear your voice which is wonderful voice, well spoken and uh, uh, it doesn't come across if you type and send me this as an email today so I think uh, more of the same listening listening, asking questions and, and, and uh, working hard. I think that's uh, I think that's a secret of success I
0: think. The secret of success is that thing. Well Peter, it's been an absolute pleasure discussing leadership with you and I very much look forward to speaking with you again at some point in the near future. Uh, Peter, thank you.
1: Thank you. You, you, you. you dealt with me very well. Thank you very much. Sir. <laughs> you.
0: Uh, that was Peter Vyakovic, Director of Butfield Breach. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Jonathan White's exclusive interview with Sir Geoff Hurst.
2: Uh, we're now joined, uh, though, by former England footballer and still the only man to score a hat-trick in a World Cup final, Sir Geoff Hurst. Uh, thank you very much for coming on today.
3: Uh, You're welcome. You're- good afternoon. Uh,
2: and perhaps I should uh, start and get it over and done with. I know you must be bored with it, and uh, you've probably been asked a thousand times. But when you got out for a duck playing for Essex, uh, Jeff, what was going through your head at the time? <laughs> well,
3: of course, that's not one of the most asked questions I get. Although there are one or two people who are very familiar um, who do Google me realise that I did uh, score nothing for Essex. Uh, my only game for Essex first team when we played against Lancashire in Liverpool, a place called uh, Egbert in, in, uh, in Liverpool, many, many years ago, 1962, I think that was.
2: Uh, a footballer, but um, whether it's business or cricket or or football, obviously the importance of leadership it can't be understated. No matter what form that comes in. When you were at West Ham, uh, Jeff, and when um, Ron Greenwood first uh, uh, came along, he made obviously some pretty radical changes. Was this a man that genuinely inspired confidence uh, the first time you'd meet him?
3: Absolutely. I mean, he he was simply a, a fantastic uh, coach or teacher, if you like, at the football. And uh, they the quite always mentioned when we talk about Ron Greenwood, Harry Redknapp, who was played mm-hmm. under him, and has been very successful as a player and a manager over many, many, many years. He and He's come across many coaches, of course, and managers during his time over 50 years, I guess. He would still say that Ron Greenwood is the best coach he had worked with. He'd worked with. So you're very fortunate. I think you, you, re, you think you're lucky... When you come across, if you have a great teacher at school and uh, a great coach, as we had in Ron Greenwood, and of course uh, a great manager in South Alf so to come across people like that of that calibre can have a huge influence on your your career, of course, and, and then your life, and that's that's quite purely the case.
2: Absolutely, and in those early days um, at West Ham uh, with with a manager like like uh, Ron uh, there. It's also important to have uh, uh, confidence with your other players. And, of course, they become your friends. Who did you look at to at the time uh, when to inspire confidence in yourself? Was it Moore? Was it Peters?
3: I think probably, well, I was very fortunate to play with the talent of the players. I did. Again, again, extremely fortunate to play with you know, the captain um, of England and West Ham and Martin Peters who was a fantastic player. And some, as far as Martin's concerned, I think sometimes he didn't quite get the uh, recognition he deserved and what a wonderful player he was. In terms of inspiring confidence, I always probably say that the biggest influence uh, for me, I guess, would be the captain Bonneau. Although he was only uh, about eight months older than me, he graduated through the system probably three or four years earlier and played for England in 62, four years before the final Which uh, was absolutely, but I can use that now because it, it is quite funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we another time then. But we. Um, uh, well, you'll I, I can tell you if so want. you want. You've got time. I can tell I go, you if you want. Jeff, go on. Go. On. I think I, we, it would be silly if I said no at this point. Okay. So I was uh, doing it at a dinner in, in the Channel
3: Lines, three or 400 people, black tie dinner, uh, guest of honor. Mm. And this occasion, I was speaking for about 20 minutes, then allowing uh, questions Looking at There's that, so many, yeah, so many, and that's why we we're successful because we had so many, um, showing all those qualities that you just mentioned, uh, throughout the team. I think that that was outstanding, and uh, uh, and it's an opportunity to talk about uh, all of them in, in that breath. And there was nobody, and i going back from an earlier earlier question for me that, um, all hard nosed professionals, good, good teammates, mm. good socially.